0: You are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for joining us in this week's episode of HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. And we do have an amazing guest today. It's Erica Robinson. She is our Senior HR Consultant at Willis HR. Say hi, Erica. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. As we talk about uh, some of the strategic initiatives that employers and CEOs um, are embarking on, one of the important aspects of strategic planning this year in particular and this time of year is really – how to hire the right candidates? How do we even know what we're looking for in a position, right? Absolutely. So we have an example here, and that's an office manager, mm-hmm. right? So if we're looking at those skill sets, how? Like, walk me through, how would a leader determine what's the right uh, level of qualifications? What are the duties and responsibilities that we may want to list on the job opening? And what are we really looking for to build that ideal Uh, candidate profile?
1: So first of all, the business owner, leader, manager should look at what the needs are. What needs are they trying to get fulfilled? Um, What are the demands of the business and how would this person fit into that? Then they need to see what qualifications the person needs. So not some lofty goals or just very abstract qualifications or things that are necessary for the position to be done but what are the actual critical needs of this position
0: that's and, right
1: right and then because you have to have very realistic expectations but that starts with knowing what you really need and how that person could help solve that problem
0: that's right. So usually, even if it's thinking about a CEO or, or leader, you start looking at, I have all of this paperwork. I have this amount of paperwork on my desk. I need help with that so I can even focus on some of the needs of the business. Right. I even have some, you know, bookkeeping and accounting needs. Maybe I even need someone to book my travel. You know, there are these pieces of, you have to look at your calendar and say, and your work list and say, hey, where would my time be spent most productively and where does my value so wouldn't it be better if from the ceo standpoint you're doing more from a strategic planning even marketing and sales and not spending your time so much on maybe the administrative aspects and functions
1: right and i think too that business owners leaders need to understand that not all positions are created equal so you're right an office manager at company xyz won't necessarily do the same things as an office manager at company 123 So while it's helpful to go online and see what other job ads say that may not fit Uh the specific needs of your organization. So having those qualifications, having those duties may not align to what you're trying to achieve at your company.
0: That's a really good point. And you and that leader may want to actually reach out to maybe other leaders in the business, depending on how large it is, and say, what do you think we really need right now? What could you truly need help with? Right. Right? That would make our jobs um, or maybe our day to day work lives better, faster, stronger, that sort of thing. Absolutely. And
1: then you build out the job description and specifications from there based on the needs of the business.
0: That's right. So that's then listing the primary functions of the job. But I know we were talking earlier today and we discussed um, more so about the qualifications. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I know we've had clients come to us and say, hey, I really need this office manager to have a bachelor's degree. Absolutely in this job market especially
1: you can't afford to have very lofty unrealistic uh, prerequisites. That that's right you want from candidates because that's not probably going to happen. So what is actually needed? Do you need a master's degree in order to be an office manager? Do you need a doctorate? Do you need certain certifications that may not be realistic for what you're trying to uh, need the need you're trying to meet within your organization.
0: That makes sense. And so would you suggest ranking possibly the skills needed? So if I look at my duties, and I know for sure, I need the office manager to um, handle escalated customers, um, make sure there's administrative, you know, tasks completed, um, paying bills, that sort of thing. So how, how do you go about ranking then that skill set? And why would even a bachelor's degree come up whenever I know probably maybe the number one skill set is organization? Exactly. Absolutely. I definitely agree with ranking,
1: and also figuring out what your non-negotiables are. So what Excellent. are can not live without yes. and your must-haves versus, oh, nice to have. Right. Because, I call them deal-breakers. Right, exactly. Okay. Because you may meet an, a phenomenal candidate that may not have that one aspect of the job. Are you mm-hmm. willing to forego that one person because they don't check that one box? Or are you willing to train that person and get them where you need to be because they have all these other great aspects and maybe even some attributes that you didn't know you needed?
0: Mm, or even getting creative, though. So right. think about it like this. So what about if you add to your list and say social media, you really could use some help with that. But you find a stellar office manager, they can do everything on that list. But really, they're not versed. they shouldn't be managing your social media account. What you could do is also just contract that out, right? Or you may have
1: someone else in your
0: office that has that strength and tap into that untapped potential. Yeah. So...
1: Maybe the person in marketing may have social media experience mm-hmm. and you didn't think to even ask them. So I think using your resources and being agile as a business leader and not so strict in your qualifications and your must haves will get you very far and help you get that right candidate.
0: No, these are excellent points because um, just the unemployment rate. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. It's making the labor market where we have to get creative and we have to think outside the box. But we also have to interview, just even based off of skill set and or even personality dynamics, mm-hmm. if they fit, I always like to say hire for attitude, train for knowledge, right? If, if you fit, you have a great personality, you have that go-getter mentality, you're coachable, I mean, well then, yeah, the sky's the limit. Right, because you, you can always train on skill. You can't
1: train on personality. So someone can have all of these skills mm-hmm. but not be as personable or not fit into what you are trying to establish is your company culture. So, if you want right. a very laid back, fun environment, you shouldn't get someone who <laughs> is very black and white and mm-hmm. not Rigid. being, yes, shades of gray, you know?
0: Yeah, excellent point. I actually saw an article the other day about a trend that's coming up and it's um, skill based bonuses mm-hmm. and incentives, mm-hmm. right? And so, what you could do is start this alleged office manager that doesn't have that social media (laughs) capabilities or maybe some of the other capabilities, you start them out at a certain pay rate. And then once they've even taken LinkedIn courses, YouTube training, and any other maybe um, structured training or certificate programs, you can actually give them a bonus or a bump. So it encourages lifelong learning and continual growth um, with the organization. And that's a great engagement tool.
1: Oh, yeah. So people feel when a company is investing in them, they're going to want to put more into that company and they feel like you are invested in not just their professional growth, but their personal growth as well, because getting those achievements makes you feel great. And then I'm going to want to do a great job because you have facilitated the ability for me to go and get this certification and get what I, I was lacking.
0: No, I mean, that's absolutely correct. And that's what we want to cultivate is actual longevity, even though it's tough in this market, because I know that, you know, passive candidates, that means that, um, your employees, people are knocking on the door, maybe the LinkedIn door and asking, Hey, are you looking for new opportunities? Are you willing to explore other opportunities? And, what you do on that day-to-day or how you're investing in them will decide if they're willing to say yes. Absolutely. They're willing to look at that next position. And speaking of investing,
1: <laughs> it is the beginning of the year. New right. Budgets have come out for many companies. Mm-hmm. Leaders shouldn't get attached too much to a specific pay because the the job market is so pro-job seeker. So you may Absolutely. have that candidate that may want a little more, and you have to
0: realize that, how, how important is this position to you? Right. And or this quality candidate that exactly. you just worked so hard to find.
1: Because a lot yeah. of times
0: you do find that you get what you pay for. So I totally agree. Oh, My brother told me a long time ago, you get good. what you pay for.
1: My daddy always says you have to spend money to make money. True. So you have to get that right person in here that is going to do a phenomenal job and in some way, shape, or form provide more revenue to your company. Why not pay them for their skill set and for what they can bring to you? Absolutely, you're going to realize that that mutual benefit,
0: and if they're taking something off your plate, exactly, and that gives you the opportunity as a CEO or senior leadership. To go out and do what you do best, right? Absolutely. And so that, in essence, is going to bring back tenfold um, back to even the the employer base. Absolutely. So I'm really excited about this new year. I'm excited about, I mean, I know it's a tough job market right now. Um, I'm I'm excited for job seekers, but we still have a chance as employers Uh to really gain those quality candidates, take care of those candidates, and make a decision on how do we get creative on what's effective and efficient positions in our organization, and how can they impact the other roles and employees that we we have or employ. And even being given the opportunity to
1: look inward. Okay, how can we improve our culture? How can we improve these things to actually attract these people, but also retain the people that we have?
0: Love it love it man this is too much good stuff well unfortunately we've hit our time uh for tonight i've really enjoyed speaking with you and i know that we're going to have so many more sessions so i want you all to look out for erica robinson because we are going to have so many more chats and tips and techniques in the coming year so thank you for joining us on hr after dark and i wish you all a good night good night One